Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yep. And we got a special guest, Harlem's <laughs> finest DJ Melstar. What's good? Yeah, you had a busy, busy summer, man, right? Oh, you taking the sunglasses yeah, yeah, yeah. though? I, I want to keep them on. I want to connect with the guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I always, like, I, you know, they got their glasses on like they're too good to speak. Now, you over here like music videos shoot ready over yeah. here yeah. Like, hey, with, listen, the, with the man, matching. I'm, I'm, everything matching. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, We got to show the kicks because it's matching with everything. Oh, you want to see the kicks? Yeah, I want to yeah. see the kicks. <laughs> Bro, oh, I swear yeah. to God, I said this shit earlier. You can always count on, on a Harlem motherfucker, uptown motherfucker, to be the matchiest person in the room. Damn, Look, man. he's matching. Yeah, look at that. The green with the, with the green. Yeah. It's coordinating. Yeah. Coordinate. Gotta coordinate. You gotta. <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. Coordinate. <laughs> Got the infrared orange on. Hey, it's popping. Hey, I'm, I, listen, I'm trying to, I came here. Yeah. I wanted to look cool and be cool like yeah. y'all. You ready for the music video shoot? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 in the glass, I had the glasses ready yeah, yeah. too, so I, I was all ready. <laughs> Is that a, is that a Harlem thing? It is, it is a Harlem right? thing. Yeah, hell yeah. But, yeah. yeah the match? I think like it's, it's a match with the kicks and everything. Yeah, I feel like I, it's a New York thing. Man. It is a the New most, York thing. Yeah, it's like, definitely. Nah. I, I, no, I yeah, like New York, to, in a project, <sighs> you have to match. You have to look a certain <sighs> way. I'm, I'm definitely going to I'm a, I'm a shoot at Harlem with this one. Um, you know, the, you got to have, it was it was ACGs, Air Force One, mm -hmm. and Tim's. Mm -hmm. That's the three. But you, you wait. Jamie's trying to say that Harlem is the the shit that where like everything's matching. Yeah, and, you guys and, are the best dressed and you got borough in hip hop. Yeah, like for sure. We just wasn't. I feel like we just wasn't into wearing a lot of shiny and different types of things. It was just like, you know, you what are you the, crazy? What are you talking about? The the buttery white tee or one of these and. Match the sneakers in a hat. You got that. That was important. Now, Harlem is like the flashiest that was, that Hell was, yeah. That was important. But you have Dipset. You have the ASAP people. ASAP and the leather people. jackets. You have fucking, you have uh, <laughs> Cam. You said Ma Maze Cam. Maze. Maze. Yeah. Dap Dapper Dan. Dipset. All right, let's, let's, let's settle this. The, the problem is that you have like three uptown motherfuckers right here. You have exactly. the Bronx, uptown, and Manhattan here. I just think everybody, no one repping for Brooklyn and Queens right had now. Own I didn't want to dress like Nori and, and Biggie. I would say this, man. <laughs> Who, why? Let's have this combo. Which borough do you think is the flyest? Has always been the flyest. Harlem. Since the 80s. Harlem. 70s, 80s, 90s. Harlem. 80s and 90s. Harlem. Yeah, I might have to Never wants Harlem. to say the Bronx. No, no I want to say <laughs> I want to say Uptown. Yeah, I would uptown. definitely give it to Harlem. Definitely Harlem. Yeah. I would say Brooklyn. Bronx, Brooklyn, exactly. Yeah. Okay, where's, I don't I know. Was, See, I think no. Queens motherfuckers are kind of. That was Queens in the 80s. Fresh too. Queens is it, fresh. Yeah. I mean, you have yeah. what? LL, like, Run DMC, Avery City. City yeah, yeah, so you guys, I mean, Queens probably got it for the 80s. Everybody had they, they thing in each barrel. So yeah. everybody's style was, when you saw it, you knew. Like, it's just like when in Brooklyn, I think back like in the 90s, like they would wear 40 below's. With the the jeans stuck in, right? Versus in Harlem, we wouldn't stuff the jeans. I mean, on um, boots. Mm -hmm. So it was just stuff like that. Carhartts, Carhartts, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, the army jackets, all that was definitely Brooklyn. Hard body. Queens was like the Avarex jackets and shit like that. It's like then, uniforms and shit. Yeah, Queens had like the Helly Hansons. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. like Harlem was just like all the butter soft flavors, colors. Like you could see somebody with a lime. Green leather. It's so also, it's also the, all that Dapper Dan influence. Yeah, up yeah. town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So who who in the nineties you guys said would have the best fits? Where's Rock Kim from? That's my other question. 
I think he was Long Island, right? He was Long Island. Okay, yeah, Long Island. Not, I was gonna say Rockins on the Flyers. As, as per Biz as well, but Biz was born in Harlem. But you know, again, it was just when you came to Harlem, it was just like a strip of stores that yeah. you just went in. Same as the this, Bronx, this, same as Brooklyn. This Two pockets from Harlem, right? So, but it just Long Island has slept on a lot. Like hell, I was watching yeah. the Biz Marquee documentary, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn! Like, yeah. like no one ever talks about Long Island. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Like they don't really I shout know. Long Island out. Yeah. But like all the best motherfuckers from yeah. the '80s and '90s a whole bunch. was from Long Island. Yeah. Same as Mount Vernon. Look at Mount Vernon. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at Mount Vernon too. Like so. you, like what happened in the 2000s? I don't know. Where, like man. that's what my question is. What happened in the late '90s to 2000s where Mount Vernon and Long Island? Just kind of like stop producing. They had to run, bro. Yeah, I I think there's got to be a story behind that. I personally (laughs) believe that term. We you know we were talking about this term. The term is old school, and I feel like once you know it, it, somebody said it got old. Mm, Someone said it, and that's what happened. And it's like think of all of the producers that we all know that we all love that are still here, that can still make music, but then they'll say, and nah, this guy is old. He can't make the same music that we are making today. Well, when was the first time you heard the term old school? Because the first time I heard it was in the early 90s, and we were yeah. referring to, like, even Slick Rick. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that, was, like, that wasn't that far long. It wasn't yeah. that far. <laughs> it was, like, five crazy. years or something. But, like, I remember, like, it was, like when we Good. spoke about old school in the early 90s, it was, like, Slick Rick, audio... Audio two, or like KRS all, yeah, everything in the eighties was old school, right? And that, I, that's the first time I heard it, but I could be wrong. Well, you know you what? Know back in in hip hop during the eighties, yeah, during the late eighties, you had like Public Enemy was popping, right. LL Cool J, Von DMC, and then we used to um, consider artists like Kumo D old school, right? And that was like fucking, that wasn't that was like four years before, but that's when eighty eight, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. it's, it's always been like it's that. It's crazy, yeah. It's always been like that. Shit. And I think about it now, I'm like, damn. Is that where that term started, though? Old school. I it was like, we could say like Flash, like um, Sugar Hill Gang was old school. Old right? school, yeah. But that's yeah. when that started, right? The right. But then, you know what? Dougie Fresh even um, talked about it in Vaza to the Top. Old school, new school. Need to learn. School, need to learn. Yeah, so yeah. maybe 88, that term 88? old school probably started to kick in. Yeah, because then you had like, because everyone that came out in the 90s was considered new school. You had like yeah, leaders right. of the new school. Everyone mm-hmm. was saying like, yo, the new sound, the yeah, hip hop uh-huh. and all of yeah. this shit. It mm-hmm. definitely elevates. We all obviously can attest to the fact that music changes per whatever that level is. You know, you know what? Like, I, was, I say every four years. Yeah. M- music it's always changes. a new sound. Always a new sound. But again, it, does it mean that it's old? Mm-hmm. Because. You think it's insulting? I think it's very insulting. Really? And and the reason why I can I say that is because they don't say old school rock and roll and that's why Kiss and Aerosmith they call it classic they rock can still Stones. go on stage and perform and have 50 60,000 people watching them versus someone to say oh we're going to go see that oh that's old school how who like who really 
coined it to make it. I, don't know. I disagree, man. Like, I don't know. I like, disagree because this year showed us more than any other year. For sure. That for old sure. school is alive and thriving. But, but that's also Absolutely. because it's the 50th anniversary the 50th. of hip hop. I mean, but yeah. They, they but pushing that happen on the 51st. Sure. But, that's a, but that's a What's going to happen next year then? Well, yeah. the, well, here's the thing. That was a good marketing campaign mm-hmm. for all of these old school rappers and everybody to come together and like get a bag and like, you know, go out Will it, and celebrate the yeah. culture. Will it be a 51st or a 75? But it, you know what? It's funny. It planted the seed, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. people want to see these artists. And, of course. You know, mm-hmm. and then the music is still relevant to a large demographic. Yeah. Because versus some of these new artists that had to cancel their tours. Yeah. Right. right? Like, I mean, I, was it Ice-T that was talking shit on yeah. Twitter? Ice-T, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he was saying, like, yo, like, all these new artists are canceling tours. And, like, yo, like, all the legacy artists and old school it's, artists it's are fucking up. bodying it right yeah. now. Yeah, you know? facts. Wait, who canceled it? was Little Baby. Little Baby. And Little Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had to cancel but then you have fucking 50 Cent, like a 60 yeah, city yeah. tour. And but, that shit was 50's crazy. Old, 50's considered old school. To now. me, he's not yeah. old school. Which is crazy. He's a legacy act. Chit, chit, chit. He's old school. He's, old he's school, not man. old school. Legacy is old school, man. He's old school. <laughs> Yo, I remember 50 Cent dropping. That's, that's 20, years, 20 years ago. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And then 50 like, came out in the late, mid-90s. He's old late. school, man. Also, okay, nah. so it's yo, so okay. this nah. yo, Jamie, Jamie getting old. Nah. Nah. You don't realize it. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me hear. Let me, so, my back hurts now. All, all them jokes you used to fuck with me about, I'm gonna fuck with you about. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> getting there. Then here's here's the here's the real question. And so, if that's the case, where does Busta Rhyme stand? He's old, he's school. old school, man. I legacy. Act. What? Like you don't think he's old school? Buster's old school, man. Yo, yo, wow. I think, but I think, I think the proper time. Wait, for why? Why do you think? But you act like Buster has been dropping like hit records for the past <laughs> five years. I know, man. You don't consider Buster old school? <laughs> no. Are you? What do you consider him? He's been around thirty yo, years. He's a he's over thirty years. leader, I would think, right? No, but like in a category, he's technically old school. No, because he was in the nineties. Yo, fam, like Chingy, all like you know, Jaquan. These That's guys old are old school. school. Man. Like, Those are one hit wonders. <laughs> How are they old school? Damn. Like fucking Bus, they ain't old school. Bus is old. School. So okay, okay, let me ask you, what is considered old school? Tw- Ten years? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like even five years? What is it? If, to, if, to, if, to me. Old school to me will always be the eighties hip hop. Yes. And that's, then, and that's then where you to me nineties will be backpack rap. Okay. To me, nineties hip hop is nineties. Yeah, that's old school also, man. Yeah, it, but that's what I'm saying is someone can call it old school. Like, cause you know, young people and motherfuckers yeah. just think they just call anything they think is old old school. But I technically consider it nineties. So Pac. 90s hip hop. Biggie. Yeah. I, to me, that's wow. like kind of like that whole 90s era. Golden era. I would actually call it new school rap. And then I would call like the Jiggy era, like, you know, the 2000s and whatever. And like late 90s. Yo, the Jiggy era always confused me because yeah. you, can, never, you can lump everything I'm up just and saying, call it old school. I feel like everything over 20 years old is old school. I'm, anything I mean, technically anything past five years is old school. So like mustard is old school. Yeah, that was my question. <laughs> that was gonna be my question. Is mustard old school? Yeah. Mustard's I mean, yo, school, to like, yo, no. you talk to a twenty-one year old, like he's gonna be like, man, that's that old shit. Remember that old shit, Bobby Schmurder? <laughs> you know what's crazy? So over the <laughs> Bobby Schmurder is like audio to top billing for them. You know? Nah, bro. You know what's crazy? Easy. Over the weekend, I had a I had to stand in the door and check IDs because uh, it was like, wait, what? what? Hold on, I I get to the point. While you were DJing, it, well, I got there. And they couldn't switch me over 
because they had 200 people at the door and they, they were lacking in security. So they're like, yo, can you just check ID for like, to like the security gets here in five minutes? I said, yeah. So I started checking I would IDs. look at them like, are you crazy? <laughs> so hold on. <laughs> I love doing shit, you know? So they gave me the, the first girl gives me the ID and it said August 15, 2022. I mean, 2002. And I was like, wait, is that 21 years? You had to do your math. I had to do my math, bro. I'm like, dude, she wasn't even born when the towers fell or nothing. This crazy shit happened that I've experienced. I'm like, wow. That's when I felt old. That's when I was like, yep. Man, you old, man. Compared to like, yo, 20-year-olds looking at you? Yeah. (laughs) You you could be my daddy. (laughs) My daddy. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy to think now. Even the the 50 Cent shit I was telling them, I'm like, man, I really want to go see 50 Cent get get rich at that trying tour. I'm like, I can't believe it's been 20 fucking years. Wait, both of you guys were at the 50th uh, anniversary for hip-hop at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Yeah. How was that shit? That was dope. Were you, were, you, were you backstage or were you I, in the crowd? Yo, I went. This is what I did. I went back. I had a friend. He gave me a, a lamina pass. Laminate, like, yeah. And um, I went. I didn't say what's up to nobody because I wanted to literally go in the crowd to see it. Absolutely insane. Oh, so you stayed in the crowd? I stayed in the crowd. As a, as, so as a fan. Absolute fan. Whew. This is crazy. Wait, can, yeah. you, can you tell that you was, were there, right? I was there, yeah. Were you there from jump? Like, when did the concert I, I got there. The show started at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. I got there 6.30. You did? Well, you were there early. I was there. Mel, how Man, He helped set up the chairs. I went to beat the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you went up to Why? Because it's hip-hop? Like, they ain't got <laughs> oh, shit no. together, right? <laughs> no, because he's from the Bronx. So they're like, oh, you've been here since the jump. <laughs> Help us put the chairs <laughs> Yo, never. Can you check IDs? So did you guys feel young or old at this concert? Wait, wait, <laughs> I want to know what were the acts per hour like? Kind of. Oh, that's crazy! Because you were there since yo. What boom, time did you boom, get there, Mel? When I got there, it was like EPMD had just started. Then it was like Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick, like all the old OGs started. Yeah, yeah. Who was performing? And then like, and then all the old, the, every, like, everyone from the eighties, they left and they went to bed. And then nine o'clock, <laughs> ten o'clock. Everybody. That's fucked up. All the old school that day. Not for nothing. <laughs> wow. When, when Snoop came on, Snoop, Snoop Wait, ha- how late is this shit going to? Snoop and the butt out. Fucking like, nine thirty. Yeah, damn it. Snoop bought the whole. Snoop bought like mad people out. He bought family. back EPMD out. Yeah. Oh shit! What did he do with EPMD? Well, did some people just favor. They did. Um, I shot the sheriff. Yeah. Oh shit. They go back with NWA, yeah, and, and the NWA East days. and the East and West was actually at they were one, yeah, at that time. at that time, yeah. So mm. it was it would look strange to see Snoop bring out E. EPMD, but like, wait, how does that? But yeah, man, like rapping and rhyming was the shit at that time, and and everybody was their favorite favorites, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Especially at that time, and but KRS One. Fat Joe brought out KRS one, which is fucking. Well, Fat Joe and KRS are like. Yeah, they yeah, like. They're Joe like go cousin crack. And that's like, like the Bronx right there. Yeah. So you know, like, that building was shaking when he Yo. when KRS did South Bronx. Yeah. Oh man. Yo. <laughs> I remember like getting into Source magazine and seeing like KRS and Fat Joe hanging out, like doing graph together. They yeah. And yeah. the and the legend is still you cannot go on. Before, like you can't like if you go on before or after Chris, it's ugly, mm-hmm. bro. 
when I say the the two times I've been in a situation where the building was damn near erupting had to been when Jay-Z did, I would like to say, the Black Album mm-hmm. at the Garden. Yeah. And this shit at, at the stadium, like, I've never- With like, KRS? Yo, oh my God. Like, you think KRS was, was, the, was the highlight of the whole show, Nev? No. No, he wasn't the highlight. He wasn't the highlight. <laughs> but it was just like when he came yo, on, it just yo, like, never oh, shitting bro, on everything you say right now. Crazy, no. I mean, no, 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 it wasn't a highlight. It was definitely a moment when Karis One came. Yeah, because like I said, he's from the Bronx. They can stand in the Bronx, so everybody, the majority of people that was in the yeah in there was from the Bronx. So that shit was just that like, was, it was crazy. So, crazy, so who, wait, so who followed KRS? And get, wait, it was Fat Joe though, right? It was Fat Joe's show. That was Fat Joe's oh, set, yeah. And then who came after Fat Joe? Was it Ice Cube? It was Lil Wayne. It was, Wayne. It was Lil Wayne. Yeah. How was his show? It was. That's kind I, of a I hard follow-up. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It was good. It was good. But it was. It was. It was right y'all, there. Y'all are fucked it's, up. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I just after, think I can, just I, can, old school. I can read between the lines. Y'all yeah, saying that shit was wild. Was that weird. shit was it mid, was, yo. It was so much. It was just, it was different, so man. Much. It was just, it shifted. No, no, yeah. I did this line thing with his hand. He said, it was, like, it was right there. Oh my right God. There. It was just okay. Right there. It was dope. You know it, it was getting, right. it was getting late for them. I'm going to keep, no, <laughs> keep it real with you. They back started hurting. They were like, After Fat Joe said, it was just like, that's when like the West Coast took over like, out of yeah. non-New Yorkers took over. So it was just like Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. Ice Cube, and then Snoop Dogg. Did the crowd start changing, getting younger and shit? Or not? <laughs> you could no, you could tell the difference. You could tell the crowd that the people, yeah. You, yeah. you could tell who they came to see. Yeah. Like you could see the younger kids was like with Lil Wayne. Of course. Right. Set up. But then you seen the old heads, they, when Kellis One came out, it was going crazy. Yeah. When Kerouac came out, all the old heads were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you saw like the whole stadium grown to get up. This guy's sound That's fucked up, man. All, all so the canes foul, just, <laughs> you heard the canes hit the floor, bro. All the canes was in the I air. <laughs> There was people in line with walkers trying to get, get into the show. I go front. Yeah, it was. <laughs> was I don't know, that, I don't, are you serious? true. It's serious, yeah. Oh, wow. There were wow. Rides, no, rides, that rides, that was real, though, man. It was like, like mad old heads. Oh. Had old heads with the Run DMC. It was, it was really like one of them experiences was the fact that you had damn near all of hip hop in one building at one time mm-hmm. so everybody you know like what was the like a fresh fest type of thing yeah, like uh-huh. whatever when they did it in the 80s and like Houdini and Run so it was like all of these people were in the state it was crazy it was crazy yeah shouts out to Clark Kent too cause oh word Wait, wait, wait! I want to hear this. Who had the best DJ set? Yeah, you had kind you of shout out to Active also because he yes, held it down Active Ooh, held it from down. beginning yes, to he end. Did. He was like Active was did. hosting the whole night. He yeah. was DJing like between yes, sets. Did. Oh yeah. wow! So he, he was like kind of he was the the in between entertainer. Yeah, Clark Kent. <laughs> Clark Kent. But then you had like Clark Kent came out did his thing. <laughs> what did Clark Kent do? He played like I would like to say we call it a, like a rest in peace set, and he just played like all of the past. People that Pat, yeah, it was, it was hard. Oh, wow, it was dope. Yeah. Super dope. He went through every like went rapper. Through, yeah, super wow. dope. Super dope. Also, Kid Capri killed it. And of well. course, the KID again. And then after Kid said, Kid put like um, Derek Cheetah. Yes, he, yo, when Derek. <laughs> Where he brought listen, the, he wait. brought the captain out. That's the why cap, I, yeah. we was set, yeah, we was waiting to set that up. So when yo, 
So we like kids rocking. He's doing his thing, and then he just like poof, turned around and and like we looking like who the f-? he was like yeah I'm gonna bring someone out I'm gonna bring guess. somebody out right quick. Da, 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 da. He walks to the back. Derek Jeter came out B. Oh man Is that a big deal I don't even know. Yo fam While I'm wearing this hat You got that hat <laughs> On your head <laughs> right take now Take the hat Please Take the hat I'm fucking I'm fucking I'm fucking around I'm fucking around Everyone relax How was that Battle Cat set Was it dope Oh nah Battle Cat gets busy And you know It's We want him on the podcast Yeah you gotta get back Battle Cat got War stories Like he has a lot Lot, lot, a lot of, lot of stories, man. Like just sitting and talking with him is just like you gonna get some knowledge, you gonna get some street shit, you gonna get the yo. And when this happened, oh word, and yeah, and, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like he, that would be awesome. Yo, Battle Cat, you need to come through, fam. Yeah, text him first. Be like, yeah. hey, big head. co-sign that shit. I'm not me. doing shit for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, we just gave you the best dress award. <laughs> Yo, before we stop talking about the um, and fifty and there was a hip hop yeah. in Yankee Stadium, two performances that was fucking crazy. Yeah, I want to hear Lauren Hill. Yes, Nas brought out Lauren Hill. She sounded fucking. She amazing. was on time. Nas, Nas yeah. brought her. She sounded. How was the Nas amazing. performance? Nas is Nas. Look at Nas. Nas. <laughs> we see Nas. We see Nas, Nas in concert Nas. before. Same Nas is for little Wayne, huh? Nas is Nas. Exactly. That's just like, like asking back, about. Whatever. That means nothing. Nas is that Nas. That means asking about like ever being rock him. Like you know what you're <laughs> going to you know get what's gonna happen. with yeah. those guys right there. So yeah, shouts yeah. out to Nas. And then also Run DMC closed the show. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> it was their last <laughs> performance together. They woke him out yeah. before they yeah. gone. They had to welcome everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's disrespectful, Jamie. <laughs> Yo, this Wait, room is- New York, New York. <laughs> this guy here is talking shit about it. New December. Nah, bro. I'm just giving you shit. It's funny because usually shows are done at 11. Yeah. Never said it was done to like 1 or 2 o'clock. That shit went to 2. I 2 a.m.? I, I was, was getting tired. You man. stayed the whole time? <laughs> yeah. I left like uh, maybe five minutes before the DMC set was done. But yeah, I just wanted to beat the crowd. But yeah. Damn. That's that crazy. I didn't see the whole thing. I definitely went in and looked for what I wanted. You didn't to go see backstage at all and talk to nobody. 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 Yeah. True fan. Oh wow. Literally, I really just wanted. I mean, I, and I see a lot of those guys. Yeah. So you know, to see them perform is even better. It's like, oh shit! And it's a stadium, so you're. It's a different atmosphere. It's a different look. It's a different feel, and the people. It's, and it was like a, the crowd was so fucking nice and peaceful. Yeah. It was like no fights, motherfuckers. Like no. some dude bumped into me. Pardon he me was B. just like, no, 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 I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Pardon me, like, pardon me, B. Good, he thought you were Russell Simmons. That's why. Some jam. Some chick was selling Hennessy in a fucking um, in a tube, five dollars a shot. In a tube, <laughs> leading from where? And, and it's like when you um, wait on live, yeah. get inside. Some lady was like in the street selling five five dollars shots of Hennessy. Damn. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the oh, tube yeah. was leading. It was from like where? it was like a tube, no, like a like a little tube. Oh, she say you like a tube, yeah, and, a, and a nut, oh, and like a test tube, and the nut, tube, yeah. and the oh. nutcrackers. Like, come on, fam, that's what we do. How many yeah. did you buy? I didn't buy. I, yeah, you, you did. I, mean, I wouldn't know. No, honestly, <laughs> he's a three for I, ten. I'd be scared to buy that shit because you don't know what the fuck could be in. Nah, that it's shit. happening, B. It's happening. <laughs> he's a three for ten. That shit could have been fent fentanyl or whatever. Oh man, fentanyl in the Hennessy. They putting fentanyl in Hennessy now. My yo, <laughs> Times are rough. Times, Times are rough. Man. Oh, man. They're trying to get you for They're five. They're trying to get hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, so like 
summer has been crazy. Like black yeah, party has been oh, crazy. Fiftieth yeah. anniversaries. I saw. You know, I I know you had your own event at the DJ Expo. Yes, I did. I did. Mel Star and Friends. Mel Star and Friends. Yeah, man. Um, you Sugar had, Hill Gang. Yo, you had Sugar Hill Gang. At Sugar Hill Gang. Um, I didn't Scorpio, know you had that kind of budget. You had Melly that budget. Mel, I'm listening. So, uh, Grandmaster D, DJ Scribbles, Jazzy J, Grand Wizard Theodore. Wow. Scorpio. The, the Furious Three. The, yeah, Melly Mel. Yeah, <laughs> but Fox. Yo, man. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I know. Rest in Peace Cowboy. Yeah. One of them passed M- away. Number yeah, one is in jail. Sure. So it's like three of Yeah, three MC, three. MC Globe. You've been, um, waiting to, you've been waiting to say that for a minute. You see that, right? <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fucked so, up. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Like, it was, it was a, a hell of a party, man. Like, real talk. Shouts out to my man Sean Hazen, too, because... Me and him and Jim, we connected up and put it together. And Damn, that's crazy. It was wild. Like, it was it did, was really wild. Did Melly Mel perform his diss track? Her, rah, rah. That was all I needed. Yeah. And, and I was good. So now, we, you know, staying on the message, yeah. of course, and, and, you know, Furious Five stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was dope, man. He didn't play his diss track. He definitely did not play the <laughs> diss track. Did you hear that diss track? Course, I did yeah. not. I didn't. I did not hear it. You didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. What, who was he dissing again? Eminem. Eminem. No yeah. fucking way. I think the backstory is that in an interview, Mel said that like uh, Eminem's whiteness equated to him being more successful. Yeah. Than being a capable rapper. You know the crazy shit. Yeah. Thinking about somebody saying that, and you think about. Looking at the eight mile, right, and and where he this guy came from mm-hmm. is is that really his true story? M from you don't, why mile? you don't believe it? Oh, now no, you question like, shit. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Meaning, meaning, like if he really, if that really it's happened, a true story. like that, like supposedly, yeah. yeah. You might as well put him on a bro list. Yeah, he's the here's the quote that Mel said. He's white, so now if Eminem was another N word like all the rest of us, would he be the top five on that list? Uh, when an N-word could rhyme just as good as him, you know. I'm not the biggest Eminem fan, but a lot of people are not rapping with Eminem. I I agree with that. No matter what color. I agree with that. And then he said, the point is this, if I was white, I'd be greater than Elvis, you know. Melly Mel said that? Yeah, he said motherfuckers would be like Melly Mel is greater now. And I think, yeah, Eminem dissed him on a track. Basically, yeah. when he hopped on a song, Realist. So, like, when... That's what it was, yeah. So, yeah. if the if the diss record was that bad, um, nobody... See, that's the thing. And I'm like, well, did anybody say, well, hey, Mel, don't do that track? Well, the or- Melly Mel diss record was so bad, even Melly Mel apologized for putting, <laughs> putting it out. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He apologized. I'm yeah. sorry for putting this garbage out. They, they're saying this is the first battle Mel lost. Wow. In history. Wow. But I, <laughs> oh you know God. what I love though? I love the the veracity. <laughs> Is that a word? Veracity. <laughs> yeah. The audacity. <laughs> no, the veracity. The audacity. No, the veracity. What is the veracity? Are you making this word up? I think it sounds like I made it. It sounded like. Sound like you want to make it like angry shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go check that out. Yeah, I think I just made it up. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> the veracity of no, Mel. You know what? I'm just trying to say I I appreciate the passion that Mel has to always. go into the studio. Yeah, he's always on hundred. And just to be yeah. like, you ain't taking like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna let you get away talking shit on me on a record, yeah. and then going back and then recording what he did. But 
in, in, in retrospect, he didn't even need to do that he shit. He didn't, no. Yeah. Damn. You ever heard it? I want to play you a yeah, little bit I, of it. I need to listen okay, to that. Okay, let me play a little bit. I can't wait to play this for you. No apologies. This ain't a disclaimer. I'm the king of legend. The first Hall of Famer. Making diss tracks. I know you with that. Now everybody get ready for the kickback. Why you hurt? Why you mad? Now you look bad. Like a roach just crawled out of your book bag. In a pack clad. You lack clad. Go to bed with no supper. Cause you gotta suffer the backlash. The top five is cap. You the piss just on the floor. In the elevator of rap. Why you on the game when you shit on my name why they put Pee Wee Herman in the hall of fame yo with the piss on him <laughs> <laughs> nah the, the first line of like uh, like you <laughs> you look bad like a roach crawled out of your book bag <laughs> that's I never gonna forget that line the, the engineer should have stopped it right there like, <laughs> oh, yo no. I was recording my bad I'm like recording this man <laughs> even oh, that frame like shit. yo like a roach crawling out of someone's book bag that shit hasn't happened in like 30 years I feel like <laughs> Like, like, like Roach is coming out of book bags. That shit hasn't happened in a while. You know he had that in uh, in the cut for the last thirty, man. Nah. but yo, I I love the energy though. I love wow. I love I love him. But someone right, just said, like get your shit off. But like let's not release it. You know what I'm saying? Just press Let's play it in the car. Let's play it in the whip. Wow. You know? Even Eminem probably had to laugh at that shit. He's like, I mean, Eminem. I mean, I don't know, man. I, he didn't respond, did he? Huh? Damn, no, like I said, Melly Mel apologized like a few weeks, a few <laughs> right. days later. He's like, "Yo, I'm sorry if I put that out." I would have apologized too. <laughs> I mean, M is nasty. I mean, what, he's a sure. great rapper. Sure. Like, yes. not, yeah. like, like everyone says, like, "Yo, he's overrated." You, we don't play any of his songs in the club. Like, yo, you yeah. can say whatever the fuck you want. He's still nasty as fuck. Like, yeah. no, he's yeah. a great rapper. Yeah, one thousand. We still playing his shit. Hold on. I don't know if you're playing his shit, but yeah, he's still dope. I mean, Damn. what are you playing of Eminem in the club? I mean, there's certain. Like, oh, yo, here we go. Yo, here we go. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> here we go. You want to? You want to shake, shake that ass? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Family, you crazy? If you were in the right room and you play "Lose Yourself," everyone's losing. That's their another fucking one. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit is like dreams and nightmares for white people. Okay, that's one. That's <laughs> one right there. Yeah. That shit is. He's like, got a point there. Oh, what's yeah. that? No, what's the shit with Akon? Akon. Smack, smack that ass. Smack that. Smack that. Nah. Yeah, you, you don't need to play that, that though. But if you yeah. gonna play Eminem yeah. song, that's what I'm saying. There's no Eminem. That's an Eminem song that you would hear somewhere in the club. Smack that. Smack that. Smack that. The Nate Dog is is I would I would maybe that's, run the that's Nate the Dog best before, part of the song. But I haven't played that record in I don't know. I think I, I don't years? think I've ever played it once in a while. Wow. When Yo, I, when which, I get that crowd to play it for, you must you must wait. What would you say? Is a great question. What are you playing today? What do you mean? Oh, I'm playing music. so much. What are you playing? I'm playing a lot of new music. I just wanted to get an idea of what, you know, everybody's, because there's, there's a lot of opinions in here, right? Yeah. So we got four opinions. And I've always wanted to see, like, you know, what is your take? Especially because we are all in rooms, mm-hmm. right? We all do clubs and we're all everywhere and doing shit. So I was just like, hey, what, what are you playing now? Like, what's... Your take on the clubs right now, as far as ski you the scene, yeah, ski right. you, not ski, ski you, you. ski you, ski you. a remix. Fuck you, man, and not ski you. Jesus Christ, this guy. That's yeah, like just, like when you get home and, and your dad is like like singing on to like the new songs, slipping the. Room. I like that new song and shit. Like we was we what was just hanging you? out. Um, yeah, we actually we went to see you. We was hanging out. Uh, what was that last week? Yeah, on the record. Yeah. yeah, this past Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we uh, in Spider Tech. Yeah, every yeah, yeah. I, yo, I love that guy. Yeah, he's an amazing yeah. DJ. 
Amazing DJ. Those are my two guys. Spider yeah. is my guy. Like I, I've, it, it was like it was. Like we were at on the record, yeah. and I was like Spider Tech in one room, and then you had Never in Never one was room, in the other room, and I was like bouncing back and forth, pause, yeah, and same. I was like, oh shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the hand motions bouncing back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I was going to both rooms like back and forth, pause, and I was just like. This is great. Like two I'm hearing, vibes. Yeah, I'm hearing like two, vibes. two amazing DJs play yep. like like amazing sets. It yeah. was great. Like never like playing a bunch of shit. I was just like, damn man. Like yeah. I gotta get, I gotta reorganize my crates because like I forgot about a lot of these records. Yeah, yeah. Are, you, are, are those old school records you're talking about? Old, old school, school. <laughs> old school. <laughs> hey, cram Peppy. Shit, man. I told you that shit, man. Nah, Wait, nah. are you are you playing new shit? Uh, um, like, like are you playing the I Spies? I do. Um, so for me, I always looked at it like I'd really try to do parties why I say in general I'm turning the radio off. Mm. That's and I and I say that in the party sometimes like I'm turning the radio off. My thing with that is that I don't have a problem with playing any of the new stuff and I do. I play a lot of it. Um sometimes I just feel like it's oversaturated right now like you know and then they don't last long. So these are the same records that we play today and they're gone in like three weeks mm. then it's the next record three weeks then there's another record three weeks so i'm just like for me nothing against the new you know like i said they're dope i just feel like there's more substance in the stuff that we play at our, obviously that are older records and there's also so many older records that a lot of people haven't been introduced to you know so mm-hmm. That's something that I really like. Know. Which older records do you feel like? People yo, what was really that record? Off? I went yo one day. I don't know why I did it, but I played. Um, I actually I did it at on a record, and they thought it was a reggae record, and actually it was. I played out of my head by Shuggy Otis, in a reggae part in a reggae set. Mm-hmm. So when the record came, it was like, what the fuck is that? But then because you know what, the, that actually that record it does sound like it could have been made recently, right? So just it's shit he, like that. The way he was so recording it was just like yeah, ahead of his time. But so when you you slip in these records now, it's like, is that a new record or what is that record? Right. You know what I mean? So that's always something that I I really try to do in my parties. Like we all hear the same shit. You can go to the other one, you know, that club, mm-hmm. and that's where y'all know where all of the drill and all of the, you know, that genre of music is, like, heavy at. So I feel like when y'all come around, people like myself, I'm looking to do something different all the time, every time. Mm-hmm. So whether it's new or whether it's old. Yeah. So. Well, to me, like, when you DJ, I feel like a Mel Star performance, right. it, like, transcends, like whatever's relevant on radio For or sure. clubs For sure. because we're just kind of watching you perform. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And it's like we're like it just becomes even if you're doing a nightclub, I feel like your presence on the mic right. and your technical ability and your catalog of music like, allows you <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying like it allows no, I, you I definitely appreciate that. No, no, it allows you to like, you know, just kind of let people like, hey, listen to me. Right. And I like, know what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like we're going on my journey for a second. That's the like, one thing I was going to say. I was going to add to that, Kirk. I don't. When you see a Mel Star, Spider Tech, and a couple of the other other guys, um, 
it's not just a DJ set. It's a performance. It's, it is a, like a journey of music. Right. When you see these guys, you're like, okay, well, what is he going to do tonight? Because yeah. I, I never heard a Mel Star set to be the same from the last one I heard. Right. Mm. It's always a different fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, back to what you're talking about with new music, though, what I have noticed in maybe the past year and a half or so, mm-hmm. I feel like new music is taking longer to register yeah. to people. Mm. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of what was happening in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah. Where a record, a new record took six, four to six months to really hit yeah, people. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Whereas right. like absolutely. remember like before the pandemic, remember we were kind of like in this era where when a song dropped, people wanted to hear it that yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like nice. that 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 like right away. That stopped, right? That's gone. It's, it's gone. It's like even when a new album drops, we would be like scrambling to download the album yeah. and like be like, all right, what songs do motherfuckers want to hear? Yeah. But now it's like I'm not even downloading the shit because I'm just like, all right, let me see what, happens, see what happens in a couple yeah. weeks. Because I already know, like, I'm trying these records out for a few weeks and it's not registering. And then I, I just like, I'm like, all right, I'm not fucking running it no more. Right. And then two, three months later, it becomes a hit. Yeah. yeah. As, it, a, as a DJ, like, my uh, premise was always let's look or listen to records, right? So my thing was always, okay. You know, you get your emails, your list of bunch of records are in there. Like my the way that I do it is if it's not good enough, it won't even go on my desktop. Like it won't even reach it. Like you I won't, won't even, even download, download it. it. Mm. So that was always how I kept, you know, making sure that what I wanted, I had. So if something's a if there's a big song mm-hmm. and it's big, it's like mm-hmm. everyone's playing in the clubs, but mm-hmm. you don't like it, you're not downloading it. No. Mm. So you don't it. feel like you would have to eventually download it? No. So you, just you think about it. like certain records that you know, like they would say you have to play. Yeah, I won't. That's not me ever. Mm. So I'm telling you, it's literally I'm looking. My impact is something else, I guess, and it's not the new record. It's never that. You know, again, it's nothing against the new artists, right? So I don't want it to be like, oh, we're just shooting at artists, but the DJ, I always say, is the teacher of the classroom. The teacher of the classroom looks at all of the students, and you have to give a lesson to the students that are in your party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that right there separates your new school, your old school, your this school, your that school. So that kind of was that theory of uh, as what they call open format, y'all call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean, me? Well, you don't I mean, I'm just <laughs> what they call it. <laughs> what, what, call what it's called. What they call a, it is open format, which was, <clears throat> you know, even that term. Like, you know, we used to be able to go in a room and have to play six and seven hours at at a time yeah, yeah. years ago, and with records. You know what I mean? So you had to situate everything the same, which what we have now with Serato. So it's the same. I look at it as as it being the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're teaching the class, and so, I'm not accessible to playing whatever everybody wants mm-hmm. because you're not paying for that. You're paying for the experience to see the person that you're going to see, right? Right, right. So it's it should never be, you know, crooked's the jukebox. Why are you walking up to me <laughs> like this with your phone if you're coming there? to get Crooked's experience. Well, that, that's why I say I feel like when when I see you DJ, it's mm-hmm. like you're taking people on your journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Like, and that, and that, a lot of that goes from looking at the people, looking at the crowd. Like, okay, if there's twenty year olds, and there's thirty year olds, and then there's fifty year olds, and sometimes sixty year olds are in that one party. You gotta find that one record that meets everybody. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And when you get that, then you're on. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes that. That first or second record will make or break you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I got a question, like, for all of you guys, actually. You mentioned, like, the six, seven-hour sets. Mm-hmm. What is the ideal amount of time that you would like to DJ? I'm only saying this because I've been approached probably recently in the past two years mm-hmm. for, like, one-hour sets. Yeah. Oh, great and, topic. And, and, uh, and for me, like, I'm used to doing yeah. four to five hours yeah. at least. So yeah. when someone asked me to do a one hour set, I just start panicking yeah, because yo. I don't know what to play you know, in an hour. You, and this is the worst yeah. shit. It's basically your four hours like compressed into yeah. a one hour yeah. showcase. And, and just to clarify, this is mostly when you're talking about like doing a party and you're kind of in a lineup, right, Cricket? Yeah. So like if, if I'm in a lineup, mm-hmm. I like I'd almost rather, and I don't mean close like headline. I'd right. rather like close. Be the last. I'd rather one. be last. Because you, you have an idea of what to play because you heard all your other DJs. Well, like I, well, there's a couple of things. I'd rather be no like I'd rather everyone go off mm-hmm. and then I'll be like I can pick up the pieces and yeah, like right. and, and hit it. That's where you become that that DJ, right? So mainly when you walk in, like the night is usually when you walk in, you're playing just C or B D records at that time. Warming right? yeah. So you're starting, you're warming the room up, and then I guess what, eleven thirty, twelve o'clock? You pick it up. 12 o'clock is, is the prime, mm-hmm. and then now you got all the shit you want to play from 12 to one thirty, two o'clock, and then there's the... But but see, that time frame to me is like, that makes sense. Yeah, but... I'm talking about day parties. Right. Yeah. So, like, day parties make no fuck... Like, the time frames be yeah. weird, bro. Like Oh, yeah, it's yeah. definitely... You know what I'm weird. saying? If, like, it, if it's a bunch of people, like, if they're cool, the only thing I can say is you can talk to them and say... Yo, why don't you play a reggae set? Why don't you do a house set? Why don't you do see? A I like that direction. That's a better you, direction. Yo, I like, like when people give me direction. Right. But if they're just like, yo, you, this is your time slot. Yeah. Do, do your you, thing. Do you? Oh, I fucking. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Please don't say like that. that one hour set to me is yeah. like. I'm just like. I'm really trying to. I'm actually learning how to but, do that. Shit. But you know what the question you was asking? How many hours? Yeah, you prefer DJ. Yeah, what's the I would hour? honestly prefer the DJ for four hours. Four hours. Yeah, mm. me too. Because you know why? It's like if get the control. I was out. I DJ out of town. Whatever headline. Yeah. It took me like a good hour and a half to like just get in it, get into it. Yeah. And by the time and felt, that was that, you were done. And the shit was almost over. All right, just sets over. Thank you. Finally, start to get into it. It's <laughs> yeah. just like fuck, man. I don't. I don't like that because I will. I I come from LA and everything. Yeah, and they're kind of like on the forty-five minute to an hour set each DJ. But now that I'm here and I've hung out with you guys and I kind of been taken under you guys' wing, I can't do nothing less than three hours, two and a half maybe. But I would love to have the four hour range, just like never, because you got you control the night. You kind of control what what's coming, what hasn't come, and with somebody else, you kind of you need to juggle a little bit too much. Yeah, you know what? Also, I I think too, like with the hour sets, mm-hmm. I think sometimes like. Everyone's approaching their hour as like I need to make a viral moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like everyone's just like I feel this like anxiety. I, gotta, I must play. I feel 100. like everyone's anxiety of like I need like need this, is a, this is a this is yeah like this is a high profile like oh, I'm playing day party. thousand yeah. records. 
You know, like right I need, now. I need these viral moments. I need, I need a sing along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need, a, you need that. Yeah, you need a I, maker. And I, and there's a part of me that's like, you know what? Like, I don't want to fucking do what y'all are doing. Like, yeah. I don't want to feel. I don't want to display that energy. But that's the cooking experience. No, do you? If you're not gonna do that, then we're gonna name this episode the cooking experience. No, nah, don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, like I can feel like the DJ's anxiety and like that that yeah. just like yo i gotta go on and get these viral moments for the fucking party i think that's cool but when the viral moment happens naturally and organically that has way better impact but that's what i'm saying is that some of these viral moments like when you're at the party they don't fucking they're not fluid yeah they're like forced yeah but like that's why when i dj i'm not just gonna give you like a routine, 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 no. routine. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. on video, it seems like it flows. Yeah. yeah. But in actuality, it's like completely forced. Because mm-hmm. I'll be at these parties and I'm like, oh, okay, like you just like switched it on and that's cool. Yeah. But then it just drops down and it may drop down for a while and then viral moment drop down. Whereas like an actual set that's hitting will just be fluid. Mm-hmm. Right. And it won't necessarily have like viral moments, but the vibe and the energy will it, be it up stay up there, and it'll be yeah. consistent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, I, I'm feeling like torn between I right, do I just hit him with viral moment, viral moment, viral moment, or let it flow, yeah. and you only have an hour. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, how do I pick and choose where to go? How do I not step on the toes of the DJ who's after me? You know, like I, I tend to think about that shit. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I think just like we're talking about the the 50th hip hop uh, lineup that they had, Ice Cube, Lil Wayne. I don't think none of these dudes were like, oh, I'm gonna hold back because I don't want to, you know, overshine Ice Cube or Snoop Dogg or whatever. I mean, I that's think you kind of need to go. No, different. but I think you you're not looking at it that in these lineups for these parties, you're kind of the artist and you're not the DJ. You have to kind of go and do a set nah. where you. Performance. It's set. different because these artists have their records, yo. Like you know what I'm saying. But you like, have your routine. I have you an have infinite your amount of records, and but it, you have your style. You know what I mean, like. But like these day parties, everyone picks like kind of the same records to play. But for that, the, then for that's those what makes, You know what I'm saying. Like but then that's what makes you different when you don't pick. Well, those everyone's records. gonna like. I literally was at a day party and I heard Keisha Cole love. That's all I hear. Right. Oh, yeah. shit. And I heard like the Kevin same. Campbell. <laughs> Tevin Campbell, can I talk? I heard that every. Those are two big ones. I heard that every fucking hour on top of like a couple of like regional hits, like everyone played that every hour. I'm I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? For doing that to these people. I'm sorry. You really got into it. I didn't want to say nothing. I am sorry. You know what I'm trying to hear a lot of also? (laughs) Anita Baker. Yeah. I'm Candy sorry, Rain y'all. too. Candy Rain has been a big one. I'm, I mean, I'm all sorry. Those, all those typical joints. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 I hear that. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, that's why. Like, I'm like, let me stay away from that shit. But you, then, you, y'all been, motherfuckers yeah. do that. But yeah. think about the ones that wasn't doing it are now doing it. Yeah. See, that's the whole thing. So now, again, that's just a point of just saying, okay, I'm gonna go back in this bag again mm-hmm. and come up with something else. I'm sorry for the Tevin Campbell. I'm sorry for the Anita Baker. What was that? Keisha Cole. I'm definitely Candy sorry Rain. for the Keisha Cole. Um, <laughs> Call time. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Jodeci's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, there's sorry. like, you know, everyone's playing like. Uh, and I only did that shit was because they would really come in and whoever was playing before me would really like try to like burn it all the way out, like burn every record. And I'll be like, okay, when you're done, you just 
let me know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to ask. I was definitely like, yo, I'm like, no, you know what? You're rocking. You just, when you're done, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. And then some whatever, whatever happens at that particular moment, it's literally on that dime. So it's like, oh, I know the record I'm going to play right now. Mm-hmm. And that, that record usually erases everything that you didn't did the whole entire night. And that's the the point of your impact. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I would never, you shouldn't think about anyone when you're playing. You should think about what you're not going to play. You know, what you're going to play that they haven't played. That's still good and can still get the party moving. But see, like, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm used to approaching the night from a four-hour yeah. perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you approach the night from a four- to five-hour perspective, there's an arc. Right. Yeah. And we've always Bigger. talked about the arc. Right. I, I think, in the end, I'm, I'm working on the hour thing right. and, like, grasping exactly how I want to approach it. I do have a tough time trying to cram a four-hour set that I do usually every night. Right. To a fucking hour and a half set. It's hard. It's really difficult. Yeah. That's a problem that I don't think is spoke, spoken enough. Yeah. Because a lot of like DJs like Never myself and Mel Star, we're so used to doing the four to five hour set. Yeah. And now it's like, nah, we you only have from twelve thirty to two o'clock yeah. and just give us what you want, which, what we need and what you what, you know what we deserving whatever. But it's like, dude, I don't know how to cram my four hour arc set. Into that fucking hour, hour and a half. That shit is difficult. The minute you look up, it's two o'clock. It's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like done. <laughs> the, the minute you look up, you, to it. you feel like you going and guys like, yo, we shutting down in 20 minutes. You're like, wait, what? Bro, you know oh, how crazy shit, it is? when the, three o'clock. They come and tell you, yo, last call in 10 minutes. And you're like, what the <laughs> yo, fuck? Yeah. It's like, yo, music shut off in 15. I'm yo, like, what? I'm up here. Like. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I hate that moment. I hate that feeling. It's like, like you hate it, but you kind of love it too. It, oh, right. I mean, you're going home. You know, you're like, it's oh, crowded. Okay, Everybody's out. like, yeah. lights just pow, come on. And yeah, it's and like, it's so abrupt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's also weird nowadays because like maybe I don't know, like ten years ago, mm-hmm. like the club would stay open. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. but but nowadays they'll just like they'll just close early because the, the the good people have already made their money already, and especially if you're that's a, so crazy a, a too. great DJ, and that's yeah. the thing. So you gotta also look at that and applaud yourself too, because usually there's two options is happening: the party is nasty and nobody's here, or this shit is popping and we made all of our money and then some. Mm-hmm. So. The risk is, you know what? We made our money. Let's just shut it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty minutes later, it could be a fight, a, a whole bar fight. Yeah, you yeah. know. So they, you know, then you look at yourself and say, "Well, damn, they cut the lights on, and this whole shit is packed." Well, people, you've done your job. Now that's that. Yo, could you just play one more record? <laughs> I <ain't>, yeah. <laughs> just Can you money. play one more. You like packing up one more. Why we're done. Back? We're done. It's one over. more. Just turn it back. Just one more. They can you turn it back on? Who, who can I talk to? Oh god. And that's and that's the satisfaction of doing your job. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, hey, Mel, I gotta ask you a question. What's up? Like when we were when we were hanging out, you jumped on the mic uh, when Spider Tech was uh, DJing and uh-huh. shit. Big pause. He was doing uh yeah pause, and then you was doing like crowd work. Uh huh. You was fucking around. You was having fun. I was. It was, it was a vibe. You I know was. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I was wondering like. Uh, like with my work and a lot of DJs that you hear, mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to ask you this. Mm-hmm. 
um, what is like the number one thing that you hear from other DJs that they're doing wrong with their mic work? I am not the the sale for like being a mic guy. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned over my years of, but yeah. what I've learned yeah. is I don't really talk on the mic. I ad lib to the song. Mm. So while they're just, and we got this at the bang, and then it's a record. Then they stop, and then we over here, bang, and then yeah, they go yeah. to the next record. To me, I always felt like the people who do that compensate for their DJing. So they're not as good of a DJ mm-hmm. when they talk or they over talk in their parties. So for me, like I said, I ad lib how I. You know, so it's like I'm talking with the record and the response comes from the people right. when I pull it down, but it's in a continuous motion. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I, like I've, you know, Boogie Black is great at that. And I used to do so many parties with him. DJ Knuckles in the city, he was great at that. So of course, Kick Capri, like these are the the legends of the legends, Kick Capri, Brucey e. B, Star Childs, uh, Lovebug Starsky. So those are the guys that I've watched. Hollywood, I've watched them. Mm-hmm. And like I've seen that they would introduce themselves, but then when they started to like segue records, you know, like kid one of kids move at the time from a tape would be like, drum tap, here we go, boom. So and it was a drum tap of a record. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So and then Bruce would just now, now we getting ready to go uptown, and it's through the record while it's rolling, right? And there's no talking on the song, so by the time he comes down, the vocals is on. Yeah, what you're yeah. talking, what you're talking about is you're using the mic to fill in the gaps. You fill in the gaps with the right. mic, so you know it's kind of like the um, DJ radio, radio. Yeah, like when the, when the DJ plays the radio song on the radio. And he talks during the beginning of the song, during the instrumental, introduces the song, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when the song kicks in, uh, he stops talking. But it's different. When you're in the club, you're kind of talking, but you're talking on beat. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're talking like in between the snares and right. the kick. Absolutely. So the, one of the problems that I hear with a lot of DJs on the mic, they're just talking on the mic. Just to talk. And then they're cutting out the song just yeah. any time. And I call mm-hmm. it compensating for DJing. Right. So. Whereas like what when you really work in the mic pause, like right? You know what I'm saying? That sounds yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. When you're really working, like when you're really doing good mic work, you're filling in the gaps. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you're technically looking at it like kick, snare, kick, snare, yeah. you're actually talking between the yeah. kick and yeah. the snare. That's right. So like, and then right before one hits, mm-hmm. you know you take the beat out on the snare, you fill in the gap, let's do it, boom, and then right. it hits on the one. Absolutely. A lot of the motherfuckers on the mic are just talking and it's yeah. not rhythmic. And it's not in on time. It's not in beat, mm-hmm. and it's just like I've I've been seeing though a lot of like younger DJs. Yeah, which is a another thing. Like yeah. that's what I've also noted. Just to add to that, like so, a record could be two hundred BPMs here, and a lot of people don't know how to get back down to one hundred. Like right. Yeah. So they would just completely just boom, talk. Big shots on my birthday, people. And that if you celebrating birthday, and then it's this next record. But a lot of hip hop like, DJs been doing that. Does that like, all the time. But what happened? Like, and I'm and I'm only asking that because 
we came from the parties where the music wasn't was never to stop, right? Mm-hmm. The music was supposed to never stop. So even if you was going or segueing into anything else, the music. So you don't didn't like stop. that. You don't like like hopping on the mic to like switch the BPMs. Oh fuck no! Nah, because it it sounds you bad. don't like that. Like it's no. A, what do it, you mean? Like I've heard you. It, I've heard you. To me, not in the way. No, no, not in the way that he's presenting. Right, he says, it, it disturbs the vibe. Yeah, when he's switching records and he's talking in between every record. But you, I've I heard don't. you successfully be in like 110 BPM and then like transition to like crank that. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's a little bit different. Nah, that's that's, that's the what same he's talking thing. about. No, no. I, oh, I'm I'm talking about when he's saying. He's talking on the mic, and then he drops this, the record on the one. He cuts that record. He talks on the mic again, and then he jumps into the next record. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't like. That's, I mean, I remember, a lot of DJs do that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I'm not mad where at is it. the flow, though? Like, that, that's I, my here's problem. Here's the thing. Because even you've heard me DJ, and you've given me great feedback, and you're like, I like what you did here, but this shit dropped too much, and the, the beat took a minute to kind of pick up on the one. And I was like, yo, you're right. But so, see, like, if something's going to take too much time to build up, that's when you get on the mic. And that's crazy because that's what I noticed from me playing here. That is the absolute, like, cause because. Because you think it's going to, and yeah. it doesn't. And it's like, what's well, like, if you're playing, if I'm playing a house song, right? When it drops down, you know, if people aren't singing and it drops down, I'm yeah. going to say something to fill in the gaps. Right. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. when they start singing along to the melody, you know, you let yeah. them sing. You talk a little shit in between yeah. the kicks and the snares. And that's that's. And then as the buildup for house is going up, mm-hmm. that's when you can start talking your shit. Yeah. Because you're I, amping them up. The When the buildup goes up and the one hits, you're amping them up. Yeah. I noticed that you know? in L.A. too. Like, I never, I think I might have talked about it before because now I'm really in, I'm in Vegas a lot now. Like, I never played intro, outro records. Never. Mm-hmm. You and played only the original. I just original, only the original, from the one. whatever yeah. it was from the one, or I could catch the intro to get to the whatever. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, because I'm like, well, damn, how the fuck did he get from one to the next? And the beat is here. It's, you know, like, we used to play instrumentals, mm-hmm. right? And the intro outro is basically the instrumental eight bars or 16 to get to the record. And I'm just like, wow, this is so different. But the fact that they utilize that to keep the records moving. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, I see what this is. But it's dope. It's and, dope. I, and I saw that type of DJing in Miami for the first time where I was there. Where, you know, this is when people were still dancing on the dance floor. And then the dude's like, and he stops the record. I'm like, like every, like it was like a hard stop. Like if you're like on a, you're walking on, on like a, like a train just stopped and the whole yeah. the whole fucking that's, room move at that's once. That's the part that I'm talking. That's what I don't. That, that shit is. So, I don't. I don't think that's a problem. That's like a. That is a problem. Though, I don't like, think that's a problem. I think if you're doing it every two records or every other. No, record, but that's what that's he's saying. Problem. That's what. It, no, that's no, no, no. Like, like that's what he's talking about. Like some DJs do that shit, and that's why he says like, I get it's a cop out. I get it that that's a problem, but also if you ever been to a dance hall party, that's now all night. dance hall is a whole yeah, but different. But that's what I'm saying is that that's what's happening. That's a night. different animal. You get a dance hall DJ to do an that open format hip hop night. That's <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When you see a dance hall DJ mm-hmm. do a hip hop open format night, they're not fucking following any yeah. BPMs. 
they're on the mic switching records like every 32 bars. Now, they shit is way different, though. It's, yeah. it's different. Because they mic game is crazy. Bro, so you're comparing, a, this is a, a regular hip-hop DJ that's talking every other fucking record to like a DJ Puffy that's just bringing the fucking energy with his voice. It's yeah. so different. But like Puffy is a different. Puffy's that's what different. I'm saying. That's a dance no, 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 hall DJ. No, 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 no. You Puffy's haven't different. seen. No, you haven't yeah, seen. Puffy, different. The, Puffy's different from like yeah, these. He's different. These other dance hall yeah, dudes. I agree, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, no, no. These, I've no, seen Puffy. Guys. I've seen Puffy. That's I know. Saying. Don't. Com- saying Puffy's I'm different just saying though. he's <laughs> different, bro. Like, oh, he's a different. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's a very like, yeah. different style from like a dance hall DJ from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Or okay. like any dance hall DJ. My apologies. Where like okay. they're, they're like they will literally play crank that, yeah. and then they'll cut out the music, talk real quick, and drop poison. Belbid DeVoe. Yeah. And they'll cut it out and drop in the club 50 cent. Yeah. But it'll still be kind of rhythmic and in time. That's what I'm saying. Some of these DJs just get on and be like, yo, we got it. Yeah, but you got to be specific because it's like the the shit you're talking about where they're making a speech and they're trying to amp shit up and change the energy of the room. That's okay to do every 20 minutes or 30, 40 minutes. I get it. But not like after every song. I mean, yo, look. Where were you when this happened? Yeah. If you're doing doing that shit. Remember this one. <laughs> you could tell when they overdoing it. That's what I'm saying. The overdoing is what I don't you like. The story? Yeah, but you can't say like this one thing of cutting shit out and and swapping BPMs. Like, don't do that because there's motherfuckers who oh, do that say shit fl- flawlessly. I just don't like them talking to every fucking record. Like every mix. No, I don't want to hear that. I mean, they, there's. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it if it works. Right. It's, if it, yeah. 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 But I could. There's times when I'm just like, you know, like Frank Jugger keep talking. I'm like, yo, I don't care. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, what I'm saying? rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not. I'm not mad if a motherfucker cut off the record and just start talking some shit. Yeah. But yeah, it I, has I, to be tastefully done. Yes. I mean, actually, should we just quickly go through like the don't dos of mic work? You know. Yeah, for a yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I want to go through that. Let's do that. I should motherfuckers curse. Absolutely. Like, what is? Wait, I'm always torn about this. Like, if you're gonna call ladies, like, hey, ladies, where y'all at, or where my bad bitches at? Like, to say Ooh. bitch, to say the word it, bitch, yo, and and that's where the demographics coming out. When you're right. looking at your party, you understand, like, <laughs> okay, these are when okay. They, when they say it, when not and then say those it. are okay, yeah. and then those are. But again, that's your music. Like, whatever you're playing is what captivates them, right? So mm-hmm. you are that person. So if you decide... I, I can't say bad bitch. I don't know why. I have a hard time. I feel like I'm disrespecting and they're going to get offended. They got to be a next level of drunk. Yes. Yeah. That, that's also... To the scream. Right. To when you scream. say like... <laughs> Where my bitches at? Like for the for the women to scream when you say that, they got to be like next level drunk. Yeah, you know, I'm, like I'm where more, they, they like into the. I shit. won't call them bitches. I, will say I won't call them I bitches. Feel, either. I, I fucks with the ladies. Like I'm I, like, I I where my that, baddies at? I would say like, shout, shout out to my bad bitches in the building. <laughs> you see, I can't say that. Yeah, it's a cursing. I, I mean, I don't have a problem. I I do definitely curse. Do. a lot. But yeah. what? Yeah, what is too parties. much though? What is what is a word? I, you know what do you stay away from? It, but again, it's it's the it's the nature of controlling the room. So if you control in the room, and everybody knows that I'm not calling you a bitch at that time, like they're saying it. It's just like when you when you um, what's my favorite word, right? Bitch. Yeah, yeah man, exactly. It's yeah. just a calling. It's a calling response. So when you say it, you know they're gonna say it. Snoop shit. Like women sing that reggae. 
from the top of their lungs. Man, mm-hmm. I imagine. Man. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna play a, you're like, if you gonna play a song shit. with curses in it, why? What's wrong with get on the mic? Right. Saying the curse. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I like uh, so what about You can't be going that fuck shit, goddamn motherfucker. Yeah, we rocking this motherfucking <laughs> that, That's what I'm saying. You can't do that, but <laughs> That's the perfect way to say that, by the way. Fuck shit, damn, 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 motherfucker. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, we gonna fuck this fucking room up tonight. <laughs> We're fucking turning up. <laughs> The motherfuckers, come on. I don't know. That shit is amping me up. Like, this. <laughs> but any of them, ready to punch somebody in their face. I'm ready to stuff you, motherfuckers. You, and you think about it, but again, it, it definitely it goes with the record that you're obviously going right. to play. You know what I'm saying? So it, it Never, never going to drop Onyx Slam and shit yeah, right like afterwards. Yeah, it's that, <laughs> that moment, man. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I do, because I definitely, I definitely curse a lot yeah. at my parties. I do. And, and it's just... I don't know, and it's not that I can stop, because I can, but I just, you're right about the drinks, because the drinks have settled in, mm-hmm. and you can see everybody's either twerking or shaking their ass, or they doing something that calls for that moment, Right. you know what I'm saying? And then when you call for that moment, it's like, oh shit, and then you just go. I don't want to be a dick, but what phrases should be retired? I think everyone should have, what, like a good... Six to eight phrases that they rotate. Yeah, facts. If you don't have That's six good. to eight phrases, uh, like if you're just saying the same phrase over and over again, I think it can be whack. Unless you're like never and you're like, you know, we just warming up. Yeah. Never just, will say we just warming up. For the whole three hours. For four hours. Four hours. Yeah. But for some reason it works. Like for some reason that's like his Metro Booming. That's your like Metro Booming call. <laughs> <laughs> we, gotta get, we gotta get him merch with yeah. that shit. Oh man, that's like that's like your hip boy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man. We just warming up. up. Mustard on the beat, huh? Right there. It's like lights up in five minutes. We just warming no. up. This is like, all right. Wait, turn the lights out. We were just warming up. Just got here. What's going on? Fuck, man. I could I could be anywhere. I could be anywhere. Oh, if I hear Never's voice, if I hear that voice, and we just warming up. I'm like, that's Never. I know right. that's Never. Right. <laughs> if I hear any of the DJs say, I'm like, damn, he's still never <laughs> stick here. <laughs> I think me. I think you got to be like weary about the countdowns, like the yeah. one, two, three shit. Because yeah. I hear motherfuckers doing that like with every song, and it's like you got to pick and choose. Are oh, they counting it yeah. down? Yeah, yeah. countdown, especially like in EDM. Two. Like up-tempo EDM, um, like yeah. the one, two, threes. I literally spent like weeks and days trying to come up with phrases. Oh, okay. So like there's certain phrases that I know no one was saying in the clubs. Even cursing, like saying like, yo, we ain't fucking around tonight. That's like, you. No if one I says hear that. that if I hear that, I know. And even like, even like, yo, we celebrating tonight. Like little things like this. Like uh, no one was saying What's the other one that, that you say a lot? Uh, and even we celebrating tonight, I got it from Roger Ganji, remember? <laughs> remember, the, remember Roger Ganji? Yeah, because yeah. he Roger, there was this DJ from Jersey, and uh-huh. he had a and he, I don't know was it a live mix or was was it a song? It was a live mix. It was a live mix, and yeah. he was on the, and he on the mic. He said it's a celebration, but he said it in like a Jamaican accent, right? <laughs> wow. Do, do yeah. you remember? I do remember that. Yeah, and he was like, it was a ce- it's a celebration. <laughs> and, and you it searched like, it out. It is like an Italian dude from Jersey. Oh wow! And we and I thought it was like so funny, but like interesting. And I was like, how can I say, you know, it's a celebration without saying <laughs> without without saying that? So I was like, yo, we celebrating tonight. So yeah. I would be like, oh, I wouldn't be on the mic. Yo, we yeah. celebrating tonight. That's Who remembers saying. this shit? I, mean, I um, say that a lot. You have some good ones. Even like, I remember I watched the Jay-Z. Uh, it was when Neil Armstrong was DJing for Jay-Z. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, maybe it was during the Black Album era. There was a point where Jay-Z was standing with Neil Armstrong. And Neil Armstrong was just playing every hit. And Jay-Z would be on the mic singing along to it. And then he would say, fuck that. And then Neil Armstrong would play another hit. Mm. And I was like, yo, I'm going to start saying fuck that yeah. on the mic. You start saying fuck that shit. I remember I saw that Jay shit and I was like, fuck that shit. And he would play like, you know, yeah. Neil would play like Money in the Thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, fuck that shit. And then he would drop like, I just I always wonder you. why you said that shit. No, but he would just run through it. So I'm yeah. like, yo, like, fuck that. Because it just, everyone was like, fuck what shit. And then, oh, shit. They like, put, and a, another, put a big song on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, fuck that. Let's keep it going. Everyone was like, fuck that. What are you talking about? And they were like, oh, shit. He just dropped the biggest song. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. But like, yo, like, I'm telling you, just go and like make your own phrases. Yeah. And like, think of like six to eight. Yeah. That you mm-hmm. could just say. Yep. And then like, yo, say how, like, even come up with your own birthday shit. I recently went to like uh, Altura with uh, Exile's party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yo, th- th- some of the phrases he got, yo, like, it's dope. It's fucking dope. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I was in Spanish too. So. It's in Spanish, uh-huh. and it was like, I was like, yo, this shit is fucking dope. Yeah. And he's he's like singing the lyrics to certain songs over like 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 us like those yeah, dead sure. those dead parts, That's right. those buildups. That's right. Everyone's chanting to it. I'm probably wrong, but he would like sing the the lyrics to like Gulo. Okay. And he would be like, dun, 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 beat, dun, 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 oh, he switches cool it up low. too. He yeah, goes, so no, but everyone's seen that. But it sounds dope when the, when you know it's a buildup and it's a downtime. Yep. Mm. And then he just like he's just filling in it's the dope. gaps perfectly with all these different uh, chants and shit. Yeah, he it's has like a perfect. one that goes. Um, I mean, it's a classic one. It's like you know, quiero agua, and then the crowd goes, yo quiero tequila, and he does this great shit. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. That. So he has great chants. Yeah, like you go, just like just. I'm telling you, like, you just take, like, a month and you just, like, try to come up with different yeah. shit. Concept. And then your whole DJ game just changes up and you, like, yep. create your own style. That's and then you man. start seeing motherfuckers, like, like taking your shit, which, yeah. which, which will, like, will happen. But it's, like, yo, it's, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. I actually wanted to, like, discuss this with y'all so, really quick. Uh, a little off topic, but kind of on topic because we were talking about curses and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I recently downloaded... Sexual seduction, you know Snoop Dogg's song. Sexual eruption. But I've been running sexual eruption, the dirty version. I play that version all the time. Yeah, Yeah. I've always played seduction. I never played eruption. I like seduction. I like Like you do, right? Seduction sounds way better. Yeah, but I don't know. You guys could tell me. At the time, we were all playing sexual eruption for some reason. I feel like the dirty version of sexual eruption was like the one to play. I could be wrong. Speaking of, that's just like on what's the other one they did. Like Dre Day. So even like, it's mm. Dre Day. Ah, Dre Day. Ah. Instead of, hey, yo, what's Dre Day? A.K. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about like. Uh, still Dre. You see, still Dre. Right. So like records like that, you know, it's, it's some cleans are better than the dirty. Yeah. But some I feel like so. Uh, but I feel like sexual seduction aged better than sexual eruption. You want to know why? Because sexual seduction was the one being played on the radio, on TRL, on all right. these fucking mm-hmm. formats. And I can't remember having a dirty version of that. Like, never. do you have the clean version? I'm looking at my laptop right now, and I don't have the clean version. Yeah, I don't have it either. That's the only one I have. <laughs> I had to, I had to download yeah. that shit. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely like the clean version, just... 
the fact because it, it just sounds better. Seduction. Seduction. Yeah, because I I was playing eruption. I'm like, yo, this shit sound nasty. <laughs> eruption. And even and they were like, they would girls dance into it like wilding out. Yeah. And then they heard eruption. They were like, that's nasty. And they like kind of looked at me like, why are you playing this nasty why version? Why you playing that? Why are you playing this nasty version? And then I felt like this fucking oh, creepy shit. fucking DJ playing like, yeah, sexual eruption. Yeah, but it be <laughs> erupting on your oh, face. Yeah. But how do you, but you think about how many, how many rap records, how many real records are like that that have a lot of changes in the records? Like we were just talking about, what was the other one like? Well, like back in the day, like when they had to make a radio version, yeah. they actually re-recorded, yeah. Yeah, like they, re- they, re- they rewrote yeah. all the lyrics and That's re-performed right. all the lyrics. Instead uh-huh. of going and tapping in and yeah. the sound doesn't sound right. So they, or would, they would redo. just like, now they're just like taking out the words. But yeah. back in it, like we were just talking about Old Dirty Bastard with yeah. um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Zoo. Zoo. Yeah. yeah, but that was, you hated the clean version. I hated the clean version. I, I love the... <laughs> I love the creativity and, of the clean version. And there's another song you can't play in the clubs, even though we won't be able to play in the clubs, really, is Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. That one? The clean version is really fucking bad, because all this is like, zun, zun, everything's backwards. It's just like... Yeah, but the old Dirty, like, the way he went, no, no, shame on her, no, and uh, all yeah. that, all the shit that he did yeah. on the uh, Brooklyn Zoo, Yeah, I thought it was wildly yeah. creative. Oh, you you like the clean version better, I do. too. I yeah. do. I, I was like, I was trying to like think of all the clean versions that we. Whatever, like, another bad song, clean version is um, ain't no fun. It's no right, fun. that's definitely one. And when I you can't play it, that clean version is horrible. I mean, yeah. but that's that's a version. I'm talking <laughs> about clean even. versions that are better. Bones. Yeah, because of course, I mean that's like one of the rare songs though that you can't play the a clean version. No, there's either. a fam. If you hear a clean version of a song where like the curses are taken out in uh-huh. a club, does that fuck up your vibe? A little bit. Does that fuck up your vibe? Nah, not mine. Not really. So if you, all right, the clean version ain't no fun. If you hear that in a club, it's like a fuck. Because they're singing that song no matter what. I don't make them sing that part. Like all the part. That's the, that's the, it's funny. The key of curse, like what's the other one? Um, What's my favorite word? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's going to say that part. Everybody. You saw, wait, so wait, I don't ever even. What do What do they say when uh and ain't no fun like the lyrics? Oh, yeah, I, I when I met you, did they change the lyrics? No, no, they just they just cut it out. I have a cleaner version than that, and yeah. it doesn't even say that that line. Right, right. it doesn't even the whole line. And is she, like, man, it'll that and you even lick. So it's just blank. Even, it's just, yeah, it's just a, it's, completely it's just blank. instrumental. So I'm I'm thinking like back in the day, if I heard someone play the radio version of a song, it would annoy me. Yeah. Really? But now I don't think I give a fuck. Yeah. Like does uh, they, then they, and then remember it became super clean at its squeaky clean. Yeah, that has clean. <laughs> cleaner than clean. Cleaner than clean. But I also feel like ra- some radio song, some radio edit versions of songs are better than the original. Of course, of course. And that's the. Clean I was version. trying to think of what, like, what clean versions are better in the club than the actual than the. Dirty oh, in the version. club is hard. Uh, but okay. I thought like Can I Get a With a, the Jay-Z oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because people want to do Can I Get a Woo Woo yeah, Like yeah. That's I thought a good one. That yeah. was like a, a better Can clean I version what, what? Yeah. yeah I'll give you that uh, Wait what's the clean version Woo Woo Can I Get a Fuck no, You No Can I Get a Fuck You Oh the you dirty see, That's version. crazy I don't even know that Yeah, yeah. It's oh I I mean I was seven When that song came out But that that record, I was, can I get a woo-woo? Yeah. No, it's can I, was, I get a fuck, get you. fuck you. Oh, But that yeah. woo-woo made the song. It Way did. better, yeah. yeah. Everyone sings that shit. Yeah. Another song that I was thinking, me and you always talk about this, uh, Kirk, is that DMX record. Which with one? Faith. 
Um, what's it, what's going down? Uh, how's it going down? How's it going? Yeah, but uh, that's that's more of a Trackmaster remix. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that? That's oh, okay. a track I thought it was a radio re- edit. Remix. No, no, because then Faith Evans was on it. Yeah. So like it was a Trackmaster remix. Oh, okay. I, I, I mean, thought it was a radio. Edit. I love Trackmasters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they made everything so much greater. Trackmasters, shit, Tim and Bob. They remixed so many songs that like that made it better, like Nas yeah. Street Dreams with R. Kelly. I mean, I can't say R. Kelly. But well, you know, now it's <laughs> but that R, Yo, that Street yeah. Dreams R. Kelly Trackmasters remix. Uh-huh. Listen, I listened to that over and over yeah, and over that in a again. That was a good one. That was so, the video was with, with Hype Williams. Yeah, yeah man. that shit. Yo, I watched. <laughs> that's that crazy to make forever. a remix of a song and it becomes better than the original. And that's but that's what it was. In that's the how 90s. it used to be though. No, that's what I'm saying. Like. These records that you guys are mentioning, I'm like, oh no, I only know this version. I don't know this other Fam, version. Okay. Arguably the most the best remix ever made, remixes ever made, arguably, might be the Need a Girl Part One and Need a Girl Part Two. For like the Need a Girl it was completely different. Oh no, it's and then now the Okay, you know there was an original, right? right. Yeah, the original. I I even like that. I, I then there was it. the uh, Wait, there's an original in part one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't even know that. I, I just know the one with Usher, the one with Usher's part one, and then the one with Junior. Yeah, Ryan. yeah, but those were two remixes. Those are the remixes, yeah. Just, that's the remix. And it was two completely different remixes. Yep. Yeah, oh, so shit. it was the, I need a girl to right, right. And then it was the, pound and, dun, that's part two. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that was part two. So you're telling me there's a but original original. There was, there was an yeah, original. Was, well, hey, let me play it. I'll play it for you. Hold on, hold on. That's crazy. You never heard it? No. Nah, Remixes man. was the shit all through the 90s, man. Good. I'm telling you, that's the effect that these songs have that you don't even remember the, the original. Shit, think of all the Biggie records that were remixed, like most. Think of Daz Effects records when they in the yeah. 80s, mm-hmm. when they was, shit, Pete Rock, CL. I mean, Pete Rock, um, Q-Tip about to say, was going quest. back and forth. Yeah. Premiere, they were going back and forth with Remix. Look at You're My Lady. When yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the payments, yeah, yeah, like it was so many records, and then they did this just for better listenership to play on the radio, and and I'm guessing I don't even think like was was remixes that wasn't really the thing. It just was on the record, and then again, it was a back. It was that thing of again, like the clubs were playing the remixes. You see what I'm saying? So, what would you consider the first remix? We talked about this already. That's a goodie. I don't. I don't know about this is the first one, but I know I, this is the I, one that I, that I, blew it up. Is um Jodeci. I want to say I can was you, about to, to say Puff. I was definitely about to say Puff. Like I think Puff. Wait, so really, there was no remixes here. Here, wait. In the 80s? Me, oh, sorry, I don't mean to cut. Go ahead. Kirk is about to play the original. Mm-hmm. And is it titled "I Need a Girl"? Yeah. It was like part one, right? It was like on. Yeah, it was the album before we invented the remix. Yeah. Oh no, they did they did a good job. <laughs> nah, this is dope. Right? This is is this it? dope. The original was dope, but like I think he really was trying to capitalize off of the Jennifer Lopez breakup. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then yeah. he was like, yo, let me put out these songs and let me yeah. look heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, but who's cool. on that song with him? Uh, the, the original's called I Need a Girl to Bella. Okay, and well, who's and singing? I think, I think Bella might be like a nickname for... for, 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 um, for um, Loom, Loom was on it. Yeah. 
Loon Mario Winan was on it also. Yeah, that's Mario Winan singing on that yeah. shit. Yeah. So okay. So, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, but that that was the first time when like I, that's why I call it one of the greatest remixes because. It was like holy shit! He yeah. just completely made two Left different two songs. Different songs yeah. Like they could have just been two different songs. Mm-hmm. Three at this point. And he really yeah. capitalized off of like. Yes, he did. I mean, part two is crazy. And the whole song. Exactly. He could have gave up on one, but he went to do. And to this, double down. <laughs> yo, literally to this day, I've never, I've, I don't know any don't any record where I played two different remixes and I could play them the same night. I can't think of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um. Yeah, there's man. not one. Fuck, I'm trying to think. Oh, you know what, man? This reminds me of the story. I think there's a Netflix documentary on the women in hip hop. Uh-huh. Okay. And this woman, uh, she worked at Arista or Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. This woman worked at Loud, I think. Okay. And it was around the time when Method Man was dropping his solo album. Oh, I heard and that. And the I Need a Girl. Oh, yeah. All fam, I Need. I, 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 yeah, um, all, the All I Need. Is it, I'm going to tell I need, you exactly yeah. who she it was. Is. Yeah, um, she was on Def Jam. She was seconds. on Def Jam, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, it wasn't loud. I'm sorry. I thought um, it was because of Wu-Tang. I'm going to tell you in two But we got to give she, her props. She got into it with... um. But no, let's let's take the story before we get into it. Yeah, give me the story. So then, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, uh, she was going. She was doing the um, the song listing and credits for the album mm-hmm. for Takal for yeah. Method Man. Yeah, and she the all I need was actually an interlude, mm-hmm. and it yeah. just had the verse. Mm-hmm. And she was listening to it, and she was like, "Yo, this needs to be a record because like." This like they no one talks about like love like this and this is like you know method man kind of like a thug like yep. dude from Staten Island and he's talking about he still needs love and he wants a queen yeah and she went to um she went to Russell right mm-hmm. yeah and she's like this needs to be a record her name is Drew Dixon Drew Dixon there we go. yeah and then she she's the one that made that what it is like she went I think she went to Puff to yeah. remix it yeah or, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like she played it for Puff. No, 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 the, no. Here. The razor, the razor version. Well, well, no, no. She thought Mary J would sound amazing on it. Yeah. Yes. She's like Mary J. Blige would sound amazing on that it, person. or like Russell said that shit. So yeah. then she went to, and he was like, "Yo, you know what? Make it happen." He's like, yeah. "I'm, you know, like if you believe in this shit, make it happen." It. Yeah. And she connected all the dots, and yeah. Diddy was like, "I was fire." He's like, "Yo, we'll get Mary J. on it, but yeah. like, I, I want, I want to make a remix." I thought mm-hmm. that interview was so fire, man. I that's like, that's wow. crazy. But that, that's how important like remixes are. Yeah, yeah. and and it also goes to show you on on a person's vision, like her vision was right. like, yo, that's like one of the greatest well, love hip hop records. It's, it's, out. it's a vision based yeah. on representation, yeah. right? Yeah, facts, because facts. she was like, this is missing. Yeah, yeah. that was like this, hard. This kind of like expression of love is missing in hip hop. I actually spoke to her. Oh, you did after that interview, and I was like, yo, like. How did you come up? Like, what was it in you to come up with that vision? Like, what made you, you know, decide that you just wanted to to do that? And she said, I just felt it in my bones. I was like, wow, that's hard. And that may be Method's biggest. That is his biggest hit. He won a Grammy for it. Yeah, She got no credit. Yeah, that's I wonder if she crazy. even got paid from that shit. She got she nothing. Probably didn't gotten nothing. That was love. That's crazy. Hip hop. That's hip hop, right? right? That's yeah. some. Or that's, that's like the, the that's yeah. like one of those sad stories of hip hop. Love of hip hop. Yeah, that's man. just she should have got at least some some place. Well, we or don't know. Shit. It would. It, I would hope like 
because she brought that whole thing. I mean, it was just her that. idea. That's it was hard. a great idea, but it's just like thanks for coming through, though. Yo, man. listen, man, Appreciate I'm you. always happy to come through and hang out and chill and do the things that I like to do with y'all, man. It's always hey. good to be here. That's what's up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mel. <laughs> Harlem stand up, yo, Mel. What thank up? you for coming through, Absolutely. man. Appreciate, Appreciate you, man. You. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.